if, if there's things that are dear to you, uh, you that you find solace in, don't fucking write it off because it isn't cool or it isn't trendy. You know, do do whatever the fuck makes you happy, man. All right, welcome back to Everything Cast, everybody. I'm your host Wyatt, and with hey, me yeah. as always is my co-host Evan. No, what's going on, everybody? Welcome <laughs> back. All right. Um. <laughs> so, how you been, Evan? Haven't got to talk to you much. We really didn't get to catch up last week much at all either. So, how you been? I've been been good. Just staying busy and uh, trying to get out and go do some stuff, you know. So, not yeah. doing bad. You just had a shift change, right? How about you? How you been? I'm I'm doing all right. You know, it's same old, same old. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, nothing, nothing crazy. Everything's starting to settle down and to fall into place, and you know, things are starting to come together relatively well. So, um, I got really no complaints. You know. That's good, man. What here? Yeah. Um. So today's episode is also a special episode because last week we had our first guest on, which is my mother. And this week we also have another guest. Yeah, you guys guessed it. So this person is six foot one, 190 pounds, a hunk of Your a mic's man. cutting out really bad. All right. So this person is six foot one, 190 pounds. He's a hunk of a man. Some would even say a lady killer. <laughs> Uh, I've, I've spent many of hours side by side with this person, and we are related by blood. This is my little brother, David. How are you? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm pretty good. I mean, there can't much be there can't be really much wrong right now. Honestly, be happy with how yeah. everything's going. Had a really good uh, trip few week a uh, few weekends ago. So. Oh right, yeah, that's right. I completely forgot about that. You went to um, a festival, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I went to Lost Lands. Uh, you know what it is. I don't know if everybody else, but it's a three-day festival or five-day if you go to the early pass. But three-day for us, you know, for EDM, like dubstep, rhythm music, as it's called. Yeah, shit goes pretty crazy. Yeah. Who who was all there? Like, who were you excited to see? Uh, I, well, of course, Excision, because he's, like, the big dude, you know, the guy who runs it all. But out of everyone, bro, I really uh, – there was this uh, – Smaller stage at like one in the morning on Saturday. Uh, it was uh, his name was Sub Doctor. Uh, mm-hmm. At least that's what it, that's what I I didn't know him before that night. So like even now, I mean I I've looked up a few things, but he went crazy. I can't even lie. Like he dragged us in off the side stage from the main stage, and it was it was wild. For especially at one in the morning too, he did really good. Nice, hell yeah. It's yeah, always fun. It was fun to discover new new people, new artists. You know. Yeah, especially when he just pulls you in like that, it's crazy. You know, usually that shit don't ha- kind of happen. Yeah, yeah. You got any uh, anything you want to talk about specifically about your your trip over at uh, Lost Lands? I mean, honestly, like anything specific? No, like I mean, just uh, honestly, the only thing I would just be like how welcoming it is. Like a lot of people don't realize that uh, it's very, it's a very uh, open and loving kind of community. You know, it, like, nobody's really there to power over you or make you feel bad. You're all just there to have fun, listen to music, and dance. Like, and a lot of people don't realize that, and that's why I kind of love it so much. Because, you know, even yeah. when I was there, I, I, didn't feel embar- like, I didn't feel embarrassed at all, dancing all crazy and stuff. Honestly, you're the weird one if you're not, because, you know, you're not free. You're not having right. a good time. But, and that's honestly probably the best thing about it. Yeah, that community is fucking awesome. You said that... um 
you guys saw a fight, right? And then after the fight, they were yelling at them, saying, like, we don't do this shit here. It's all about peace and love. Like, why are you guys acting a fool? Yeah. yeah, that literally happened. Uh, like, during one of the heavier artists, nothing crazy. I mean, I think... Uh, I may, I think it may have been Sullivan King, honestly, but uh, uh, who it was exactly it was kind of a blurry day. But uh, yeah. yeah, right behind us, a mosh pit opened, and he must have got hit or something because I didn't see what the beginning. But after I turned around, some dude was just acting all crazy, trying, you know, be the alpha man. He was like ah, yelling at him, and right. he took a personal, like took his chain off, went after him. And, uh, the one dude threw a punch, and he like dodged it, came back, hit him in the face around a person. And so there was one connection, but I mean, right after that, everyone got in between it and stuff. Yeah, and everyone was yelling at him, like, we don't do that stuff here. We're all just here to have a good time. Like, like why? And the only thing you're going to do right. is make yourself banned from this, bro. Like, why do you want, this is awesome. Why would you want to have to never come back to this? Right. How much were the tickets? Like, I feel like something like that would be fucking expensive, right? Yeah, it's pretty much, it was like 475 for me. So uh, just, and that's just for the three-day admission, like, uh obviously jared our other brother bought the camper pass and we got the camper and that was like an extra five six hundred bucks without oh, hookups shit. or nothing yeah plus plus his admission too so he's like right. 1100 bucks yeah, yeah holy shit yeah so then i spent 500 for my ticket oh and that was it was unbelievable man literally it's uh three days wasn't enough it goes by in just a flash it really it was crazy it was crazy so it's worth it. It's worth five hundred dollars to experience. Oh yeah, like I'm already, uh, I'm already planning on going again next year. Like the minute I'm able to buy the ticket, I'm going to. It was unbelievable. Yeah, are you uh, curious about any other festivals now? Because that that was your first festival, right? Yeah, I mean overall, like, uh, not really. Like, I mean, other like EDM artists and like concerts and stuff. Yeah, because now I know what it's like to really experience something like, especially one of these at full power, like. Uh, Lost Lens, the main stage, has 3 million watts of bass, Holy like, shit. and subwoofer power. And right. so, like, nothing really compares to that. And, like, really, like, because a lot of it's all bass-ridden. Like, a lot of the stuff that I listen to is a lot of heavier stuff. Right. So, like, going to anything else, honestly, isn't going to really sound that good because I set my standards so high now. And, I mean, yeah. I'm not really, and I'm not really this partier type. Like, this was, uh, this is my first festival. So, it was... It was unbelievable for what it was, man. I can't even lie. Like, just some, even some of the videos we have, like, doesn't really even show the amount. And, like, the amount of people that there were, like, 40,000 people there. It was, it was unbelievable, man. Yeah, that, that's a lot of fucking people. That's a lot of people. So, with, uh, with where you stand currently in life, would you say that, uh, you're pretty happy? Overall, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm not happy. Like, I mean, there's always room for improvement, you know, just, uh, yeah. I, I just actually being happier. That That's uh, that's something that I've come to realize, you know, you can always try to do a little better. And, I mean, it's hard finding that motivation. But, I mean, I'm finding it now. That's why that's why I've lost so much weight. Like, uh, you just said that when you saw, thought my first weight was 215, you know, I'm down to 190. You know, like, right. that's where a lot of my improvement, like, or my happiness is starting to come from. I'm really starting to lose this weight, you know. So... I mean, overall, I wouldn't say that I'm unhappy, but I'm definitely getting happier. Okay, so so you're you're finding some happiness from uh, looking inward, finding out you know what it is that makes you happy, and going about it in that way. Yeah, yeah, kind of. I mean, like, uh, I like I like losing. Uh, well, I like the whole aspect of losing weight, but it's hard to find the motivation to work out. And I mean, yeah. you know, uh, I haven't 
really gotten to do much. I play basketball. I go out for a few hours every now and then. You know, I mean, it's better than nothing, but it's not really a whole lot. But just finding right. that, like, that exercise for me, like, playing basketball, it's, it's, it's nice. You know, you get to think. Just around, running around. Like, I mean, obviously sweating is a big part of it because you're losing weight. And, like, that kind of fuels, like, that feeling, you know, you're lo- Like, for me, because I've always been a little bigger, losing that weight, you know, always being called fat ass and shit, is a, it makes you feel good. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I just want to tell you, I love you the way you are, you know, no matter what. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know that. I know that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I fucking, uh, at therapy last week, after therapy, I fucking had a breakdown because uh, I felt so guilty because um, as I'm, you know, experienced in life, I, I've realized that I have a hard time, like, reciprocating love, right? And after my, like, we, like, my therapist had, like, this whole breakdown and all this stuff. Um, and uh, he he was, like, you know, telling me basically what I just said. And I, I felt so, super fucking guilty. Um, do you do you feel like you ever have trouble, like, reciprocating love or showing affection? Uh, I have trouble. Uh, I don't know, what the, honestly, what the word reciprocating means. I'm going to be honest. Uh, so it's like when you like uh like when you give something back you're reciprocating uh for me it's actually finding the love that's trying to be given towards me like uh a lot of people say i love you and i'm in my head it's yeah you say you do you know like that that, that's what a lot of it is it's like and i have no problem if i really if i really love you know like you know like you you'll, you'll see the way i act and stuff around you like like, me and Bubba say we hate each other or Jarrett, but I mean the way we act it's it's love. It's all it's all love. Literally. I mean, yeah, we could literally be wanting to fight, but at the end of the day we know we're brothers and we have that love. And yeah. one thing about it though is like with other with other things, other people, you know, like because we're family we have this certain bond, but every uh they say not all family is uh blood and not all blood is family or something like that exactly yep yep and yeah. so uh when people try to you know give you that oh i i'm here for you i love you it's a do are you do you really say do you really mean that or are you just saying that to help me help me feel better or make yourself feel better because you're offering that love right are you just saying it because you think that that's what i want to hear exactly and in yeah. your head, you're also doing the right thing, so it gives you a better feel too. Not even right. that. Yeah. And then that's where a lot of my problems stem from, with like the love, the whole that whole love part of it. Yeah. So are you um, are you looking for love uh, in, in a relationship right now? Like, are you looking for a girlfriend? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm looking. It's it's hard because. I'll be honest. I really, I really don't know much. Like, uh, like, you know, you've always had girlfriends and stuff like that, but no one's really taught me anything. Like, I, I honestly, like, you guys always say do this, do that, but it's not really teaching. You're just telling me to do something, and it's right. uh, like I, I don't know how to talk to girls. So, like, for me, it's and I'm an overthinker. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm trying, but I just overthink myself into not trying. Gotcha yeah uh, but yeah and i mean a lot of i'm trying to like i i guess in love but i mean uh, t- to me it was more to me it's more a happiness in love is what i'm trying to find yeah 
Yeah. So, um, so, so are you using like dating apps? Or are you just trying to find somebody organically? I mean, obviously, I mean, cause it's just a new day and age. Like, I mean, especially even now with the quarantine, like yeah. getting out and finding and meeting people is hard, especially with the masks and everything. Like, as you know, people don't feel as comfortable talking to one another because of it. I mean, as much as you, as much as you, as much as it like sounds stupid, but having, seeing someone's face, uh, some people have friendly faces, you know, makes them want to talk. Or even just yeah. seeing somebody smile instantly changes your mood, you know, like stuff like that. Oh, and I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I, but overall, I am on these apps. Uh, I do have Bumble and Tinder, but I mean, overall, there's not much that really goes on there for me. Uh, I don't really have that many good pictures of myself. That's what, uh, coming with this losing weight thing, is I'm, I'm trying to find the uh, confidence to finally take pictures like that and stuff. Yeah, you're going to start doing OnlyFans, taking Charlie's picture, pictures and stuff? <laughs> 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 uh, no, no, I mean... Never know. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, well, let's go down that alley. So, would you ever uh, consider doing porn? I'd have to lose weight. I'd have to lose a lot of weight uh, and make physically look better. Because, I mean, overall, like, yeah, you can lose the weight, but it doesn't make you look good. You know, you got to work out. You got to be uh, toned, I guess. Right. You, know, you got to have the. And especially because I was always a little bigger, I'm going to have that loose skin now. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So. Honestly, I forgot your question, but uh, <laughs> my question was: Would you ever? Uh, would you be willing to do porn? Oh shit! Okay, yeah. Um, like I said, I'd have to lose some weight. I'd have to look better physically, and then I, honestly, yeah, I would. I wouldn't put. It, I wouldn't put it past myself. I mean, especially if it. I don't even know. I don't know. It would have to. It would, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, would you be worried about like what your family would have to say? Or would you try to keep it a secret? I mean, I, w- I wouldn't tell them, like, hey, I did this porno, but if they found out, hey, sorry, you know, what, don't watch it unless you want to, you know, see stuff, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, yeah. hey, that's a weird topic, I can't lie, because like, as, as much as you want to say you wouldn't, you know you would. That, I'm sorry, but that goes for anybody. Well, bro, I'm going to fucking help my brother get views, man. So I'm gonna just leave that shit on repeat. <laughs> I got you, fam. I got you. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, while we're on the topic of sex and love and everything like that, um, you have you had any luck with the girls uh, as of late? Uh, not luck. Not really. No. Uh. Trying, yes. Like, there's been, a, would say, three girls in the last, like, four or five months that I've really tried talking to. Because, I mean, I'm not the, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a nice guy. I'm not the, I'm a, the one and done deal. That's just not who I am. I mean, I've accepted it at this point. It's not just going to be one and done. Uh, gotcha. And with that, I mean, because, like, a lot of these girls, I mean, they say they want it, but they really don't. And that that's the problem. Because, you know, they want somebody to love them, but they really don't know what that is. And yeah, I don't, or, I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. know what that is, obviously, because I've never had it, but, uh, it's not, it's not something that's easy, and also, you can't just expect it. Yeah. It's, it's built upon, it's just not just there right away, and a yeah. lot of girls, you know, they don't want to have the conversation, sit there and talk to build that love or build that trust. Yep. 
And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people's issue is like everybody expects everybody else to be perfect when they aren't perfect themselves because you know, we're all humans. And nobody's fucking perfect. Right. Yeah. So then like we like create these like unrealistic uh, expectations of our of our uh, significant others and stuff. Right. And it creates yes. and then and then you end up in a toxic ass relationship. You know, I, you're very much, or you're 100% right, because I have those, and I actually, I, I caught myself, and I, and I, I hate myself for it, because now, like, it's, it's because of porn, because it's literally ruined our generation, because you expect so much, like, you expect so much, uh, from all, like, literally just sex, and it's really not all that, there's so much more into it, you know, like, uh, I've gone, I, I, I I've, I have no problem saying it. I still have my V card, and I'm 19 years old. And uh, mm-hmm. I, like I've gone 19 years without it. Like obviously, since I, it's never been, I've never had it. So I don't crave it as much as someone who has had it and don't have it. So it may right. be different in the way we're thinking. But for me, it's just that's not everything, and I really don't care. Right. I really don't care for like th- that to be right away. And a lot of girls just instantly think that it's just oh yeah it's all they want, but that's not it's as much as a, as much as a cliche it is. I, not all guys are the same. Yeah. Yeah. See, I would always pull that card back when I was in the dating scene, like the you know, uh, not, like yeah, the, I, I don't, I don't, uh, the, <laughs> I don't care, you know, blah blah blah. But and then in reality, like if we didn't fuck on the first day, like I was, I was mad, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, like I said, it's easier for me because I've gone 19 years without it. So, like, it's not something that I crave so yeah. much that it's need. Yeah, your appetite hasn't been spoiled yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and I, th- I think you're 100% right, dude. The amount of time and effort that I fucking, like, or time and energy that I, I devote to, you know, fucking, like, having sex or trying to get laid is, uh, it's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's for everyone. Yeah. Right. kind of scene yeah and so uh, especially like when i was single um so if you're able to allocate that energy in uh, in that time into something else something more you know profitable then you're definitely making the right fucking choices especially if you're not looking just for that one like you know like the quick fix right you're, you, you're not looking for one night stands you're looking for something serious hmm. so i think i, I think was... yeah, you you're definitely looking at it the right way yeah, well, for me overall, dude, I really had a, like, revelation that weekend. Well, I mean, that weekend at Lost Lands, like, I mean, it wasn't nothing, like, crazy. But I was like, damn, you know, what if I was just able to hold somebody in front of me during this? Like, because, I mean, obviously we were doing stuff. Um, yeah. So, like, just having that person to hold would have been fucking amazing in that moment. You know, it yeah, is not, it was just that experience sharing, yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, that's just, that's obviously, like, not, I my friend that I've known since I was eight years old or like, you know, Eric, like stuff right. like, it's not, no, not that kind of person. Right. No, then that, that's what really, I was like, damn, you know, like that's really, I'm really not just looking for one night stands. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's a powerful revelation to have, especially at such a young age, you know, I look yeah. at every, look at every other person around you. That's around your age. You know, all they're doing is just humping a fucking, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Literally it's, literally the main thing is and like because you asked if i was uh doing anything with any of these girls like i really try to talk to them and they get bored and it's like i'm just having conversations it's like you guys can't even talk to people for like a couple of days without literally like i said getting bored 
how do you expect to live your life this way? Like, I mean, you, there's nothing that uh, in your future that's going to change. Like, you're going to have a dude that just wants to talk. I mean, eventually you're going to have to settle down. And what do you have to do to talk? That's the only thing you really can do at that point. Like, you know, you can yeah. have your... Yeah, like, at the end of the day, you guys talk. You know, when you're with you guys together, you guys talk. You can't really just expect them to just not talk. Yeah, or or on, sometimes it's the opposite. Sometimes you guys both get back together at the end of the day, and you guys are both just fucking exhausted, and you guys just sit in silence. You know. Yeah, so, and that's not really that's not really a relationship either. Yeah. So, but um, I, I want to ask you about uh. Uh, about I want I want to pick your brain a little bit. So, okay. what is your earliest childhood memory? All right, you're making me think. Yeah, that's what we do here, man. Uh, all right, it was a Halloween. Okay. Uh, we were living. It wasn't in Sandwich, but the house before it. I don't remember the street. Um. Okay. Argo Lane, right? I think that's what it was. Uh, We were living there. It was a Halloween where I got sick. I was still in diapers at the time. Okay. All right. That's what I remember. Is uh, I was sick on Halloween and mom was answering the door. Um, I was laying on the couch watching TV because like uh, it was to the uh, back right of the door. Remember? Like you would walk in as you if you walk into the house, it's to the left. If you're facing out. It's to the back right. Yeah, how do you remember that, dude? That's that's insane. All right, keep going. And uh, that that's probably my I think my earliest memory that I have. And like I said, I was still in diapers at the time. I still remember that. I was sick on Halloween, and mom was answering the door for trick or treaters. I think that was my earliest memory. Dude, I remember you. You had to be about like two or three years old, right? And. Uh, we had like a, a latch at the top, of, at the very top of the, the screen door. And, you know, like during the summers, like our doors would be open besides, you know, and it would be the screen door. Yeah. And so we yeah. would latch it, right? Well, uh, like we were too short to, to be able to to get it. So we'd always get like a chair or the broom and fucking hit the latch and unlock it that okay. way. We, we were allowed to go in and out, you know, as we please, but you were not. So we had to keep the door locked, right? So. Yeah. One time I came inside to like get a drink and I latched the, the lock and I turn around, like I get my drink and I turn around and you have the broom and you unlock the door and are running out the door at like two or three years old. <laughs> oh my God. I was so impressed. I remember being so fucking impressed watching, like seeing this happen. You know, of course I had to yell at you because you weren't supposed to be doing that, but I was very impressed yeah. with your, your motor controls in this situation. I mean, yeah, that's that's crazy. I, I don't remember that. I mean, obviously, if I was, I, mean, I was definitely way too young at the time. But because uh, it's body around there, I have very few memories of that house. But that's probably my earliest for sure. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, um, what's your next? What's your next memory? Um, I had a camera. I was like a frog leap pad camera. Yeah, yeah. We were taking pictures. And running around the house, and Dad flashed the camera. Uh, he mooned the camera, and I took. And obviously, I, at the time, I took the picture of it. But that's. Mm-hmm. I think that's my second. Uh, for sure, because like those are my most my most prominent memories for sure. And I was like running up and down the hall. And then another one was uh the ketchup, dude. It was after dinner, and I was messing around. We were messing around in the kitchen, 
and I was shaking the ketchup bottle. I didn't know the lid was cracked, and I just started shaking oh. ketchup all over the fucking place. And I didn't yeah. realize until after, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And then Dad came in and yelled at us and sent us to a room. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. At least it wasn't mustard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, I was like, "That's." I remember that one very clearly. Going into my room crying because I didn't know. Yeah, that one was. Dude, uh, do you remember? You remember when I broke the glass in in that. Uh, like cabinet thing in our house in Sandwich. Yeah, with the soccer, soccer ball. Yeah, playing soccer. Yeah, yeah. That was when I was. Did I had to be like seven or eight then? Yes, yeah, we were a little were even younger. I know, no, you were definitely. I think you were probably maybe five or six. Because oh. I mean, we, we moved out to Sandwich. You, you had to been what three or four years old. Three. Yeah, three. I think. Just turned yeah, three. I yeah. just started so kindergarten a year after. Oh, probably four. Yeah, three, four. Yeah, so you were probably about five or six. It was probably about three years in. Okay. Yeah, the soccer yeah. ball. Because it was like half deflated, right? And yeah, it just yeah. smacked up against the fucking thing. And I was just watching in the corner. And then dad came down <laughs> and grounded all of us for like two weeks. Yeah. And I dude. was like, I didn't even do anything. And like, obviously, it was like, you were down there. So, like, <laughs> yes, I really so- wasn't doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, dude, I got in so much fucking trouble for that. So what happened was, is, uh, my my friend came over and he had a sleeping bag, and so we would put the sleeping bag on a on one person, and then we would just beat that person up because the punching or the sleeping bag would like absorb all the punches and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. And yeah. then we like we would rotate who's who would wear the sleeping bag, and then so <laughs> Bubba was wearing the sleeping bag, and he fell on the ground, and I kicked the ball, and it hit off like his leg, and then like bounced off and hit just hit the fucking glass and shattered it oh my gosh yeah yeah, yeah so I remember. Just, yeah it was terrible and then right before that happened i had the sleeping bag on right and my friend went running up the stairs so i went running up the stairs so and then uh, <laughs> he got to the top of the stairs and then he, he said he's on top of the stairs so i i turned around and i started walking down the stairs and I thought I was at the bottom, so I took like a bigger step out. Oh, and I, I remember like, that. Yeah, I was yeah. like three four steps up, and I just fucking eat shit. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Dude, it fucking sucked because our our basement had like uh, it was cement flooring, right? And then it had just uh, just one thin layer of carpet. You know, normally there's padding and then carpet. It just one thin layer of carpet on on the floor, so it, the the floor was hard as fuck. And yeah, I just fucking smacked right off. <laughs> That's great. That's great. That's great. We also had a pillar in like the middle of like the living room in the basement. Right. Oh my God. So, I forgot about that thing, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And do we ran into that thing so many times, like, especially when we're playing like that game? Yeah. Especially or even goes to the graveyard, like running yeah. around the house. Boom. Run this. God. <laughs> yeah. uh, I can't lie. That was. That was as much as uh, we ruined that house, pretty much, uh, like it was a uh, it was a nice house, man. Like for a, for a small, like we just obviously had a big family, so we we were crammed. But dude, for a good right. for a nice single, like you know, two kid family, mom and dad, two kids and a dog, that'd be a perfect house, man. Yeah, like honestly, yeah. two living rooms, two bathrooms. You know, you have the one. Or no, it was room only downstairs. one bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much have one real room downstairs. You know, you have the two off rooms, or one off room. 
But, uh, yeah, the, well, the, the room in the back is supposed to be a storage room. That's what that room yeah. was intended for. Why'd I have carpet then? I don't know. I don't know. It had different carpet. It had real carpet. That had yeah. real carpet. I'm assuming probably what happened is they the, the fucking basement flooded and ruined the carpet, so they had to put new carpet in. Yeah, they had to put new carpet in. Right. And, uh, dude, that was always the worst with that fucking house. That flo- the house would flood so much. Yeah, anytime you got a real storm. It got us a day off school usually, though. Yeah, but dude, I'd rather go to school than fucking shovel water out of our well, basement, man. Well, no, nah, the, the one day it worked out perfectly because uh, it was like uh, September like fifth night, dude. It was uh, one. Oh, it was, the day before your birthday. Yeah, dude, and uh, the fair. The, it was the fair, and that shit right. flooded. And me, Dad, and Dustin were up to like five in the morning doing water. And Dad was like, "You don't have to go to school today." And I was like, "Score!" I got to go to the fair that day. It was a Thursday. It was my uh, my birthday yeah, yeah. was the next day. Yeah, it worked out perfectly. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So what um what was like your happiest childhood memory? You know, I've thought about this before. Like, I seem to forget a lot of my happy memories in the time because uh, over time because like. To me, it's like what everyone says. You can do so much good, but the bad overpowers the good. You know, like, yeah. you know, you can do a thousand good things, but that one bad thing will ruin your legacy. Yeah. Um, for me, that's how my brain works. I don't remember the good. In the time, I have a good time, and that's it. But overall, like, unless it's uh, very like, prominent, you know, like seeing somebody fall down the stairs, and it's just hilarious, you know, mm-hmm. like, obviously being farther ahead in your life. Uh, but, like, other than, like, that kind of stuff... I really don't have, like, happy memories saved like that. Yeah. It's weird. Do you remember You remember going to Ohio? Oh, which time? For what? For they go to Cedar Point, I think it's called. Yeah, and uh, I got stuck on the fucking roller coaster. Did you? <laughs> yeah, my very first <laughs> real roller coaster. Uh, it was, like, the second biggest one there. And I was like, uh-huh. all right, I'll do it. And I got stuck on one of the inclines. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think... I think we were all on that ride together. Yeah, because I was, was sitting next to Dad. One, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It was like the second biggest one at the time, and it, it was uh, yeah, we got fucking stuck on the incline. Yeah, dude, we had a lot of bad luck on that trip, but because we only had one day to go to Cedar Point, and then the we were there for three days, I think, and then the other two days we were staying at the Kalahari, and then yeah. so we spent the other two days at the water park, right? So when we went to Cedar Point. It, like shortly after getting there, it fucking rained and it rained for hours. Like and like it wasn't and, even like a light drizzle. Like they had to shut down the rides and. Yeah, everything got closed up, blah blah. But we waited it out. We waited for like three or four hours for the rain to go, and it finally went away. And then we only had like three or four hours left in the day till the park closed. But because of the rain, everybody left. So there was like nobody left there in the park. So we basically got to do all the rides that we wanted and do everything that we wanted. So. And then yeah, I remember I left early that night because after that first ride, and I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm good." And we went back to the hotel. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah, that's right. We did split up after that. Yeah, because yeah. the Lopez's were with us for that trip. Right. Yeah. 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 That that was a good time. It was. I really thank Dustin for that one because he was that was yeah that, that was his trip that day, that year. Yeah. You ever uh, you ever you ever. Issues controlling anger, anger. Yes. 
and it's it's gotten pretty bad as uh, actually as of recently. Yeah. Um, I get ang. I'm starting to get angry at the points like loud noises make me angry. Like physically want to yell angry. Right. Yeah, like when the train goes by and it just fucking wails on his horn, dude. I just, I literally like I, I grind my teeth, get angry, and it's it's I don't know why. It's literally just like a, like or even just at work. Like um, there's a. Uh, I work on this line, and I have to suck up mints, and the tube will swing back and forth because it's like uh, a tube to suck up mints, so it has just suction. When it hits me mm-hmm. in the head, I get uh, whenever like it swings and hits me. It's not like hard or anything, but it's like oh, like pushes your head back. I get physically mm-hmm. angry for like no reason, and like I don't want to, but I just do. Yeah. It's actually, and it's like it's more starting to worry me because like it's uh, I get really like very angry. I mean, like, oh, it sucks, like, fuck off, like, whatever, you know, like, so right. I'm getting, like, clenched my fist type. Yo, what what else, what else makes you angry? I mean, just, as of recently, uh, having to repeat myself, literally just, I feel like after I came back from Lost Lands, dude, every, mm-hmm. every, everybody else has been deaf but me. Like, literally, <laughs> uh, I'll yeah, just you, be... Yeah, you, you said that last weekend, too. And... Because, like, I'll be like, hey, can you grab that? What? Hey, can you grab that? What? Hey, like, come on. Yeah. Like, I'm not quiet. I'm not a quiet person. I'm very loud. Yeah. So if I have to, if I'm repeating myself like that, what is the problem here? Like, I, I don't understand. I just went to a festival, like, with, like, I said, 3 million watts of bass. My, my hearing should be messed up. Like, right. And I, it's just, it, it makes me, it makes me mad. It really does. Yeah. What else? What was that last part? I didn't hear it. Oh. That's a joke. Sorry, what? Oh, no, no, no. That was a good one. That was good. I, I didn't get it at the time. I didn't get it at the time. That was a good one. Yeah, it went over my head the first two. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, like... Sorry, what were you saying? I, overall... A lot like there hasn't been anything specific. I've just been an angry person, and I don't uh, normally like that. I don't know like why, but it's just kind of just how I've been. And so I literally can just back and wake up uh, pretty much, you know, like the wrong side of the bed, pretty much. And it's I'm angry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so do you know where it's stemming from? Like, do you have an idea of what's causing it? No. Like, uh, like overall, like. I don't, I don't have a physical hate for anything in my life right now, honestly. Like, there's there's very little wrong with my life, and I'm in a very good spot. Like, I'm a, you know, I work my 40 hours a week. I'm comfortable. I, I know what I have to pay. My shit's paid. Like, the only thing I really need is a car. So, yeah. Like, I, I know that I, where I'm at, I'm comfortable. I have a ride to work every day because I work with mom. Right. Like, where this physical hate's coming from and why I'm getting so angry, I don't know. Is it maybe because I'm not so angry? Like, I'm not... Know, letting it out like I usually do on the video games and stuff like that, that it's now it's manifesting itself in other ways. Like, you know, like grinding my teeth or clenching my fist instead of me yelling at the game for two hours, you know. I'm not really doing that on Overwatch anymore. Like, literally, the one day we had 13 losses and the entire time I was just like, eh, it is what it is. Right. It's, um, just, it's a change. I don't know. Yeah. Um, oh, well, I can tell you what I think it c- could possibly be if you want. 
Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so so what it sounds like from me, uh, from from what you're telling me is, uh, it sounds like you're going through a lot of changes personally right now, right? And so, uh, and because you're doing these changes and you feel really good about them and you feel really empowered and confident about it, when things interrupt that pattern that you're you're trying to develop for yourself, it's just causing you to be uh, angered. You know, it's just causing you a lot of anger and causing you to lash out. Yeah, no, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, because yeah, I've. Cause... Uh, I've definitely been, I've definitely been where, where you're at many, many of times, you know, but, uh, but that's, that being said, I'm also fucking crazy. And I, I know I have like manic episodes where like, I like plan shit out for like a month, two, three, four months ahead of time. And I, I build a, a regimen and routine for myself. And then when little things fucking impact it that are like dumb and inconvenience that are like, it shouldn't be happening, but it is, it just caused me to like to fucking just lash out because it doesn't make any sense. Like, why the fuck is this dumbass tube hitting me in the fucking head? I'm trying to have a good day here, you know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I, that very much. I feel like, yeah. Because I'm trying to do so well for, for myself, yeah, that, that shit, get, shit getting in the way is not helping, yeah. Right. Right. I could see it. I, I, really, I really could. Yeah. So, uh, you, you got any... Uh, like what you got going on in life right now? So you said you were talking about you're talking about uh you know you're making some health changes, you're losing some weight, working out, doing that. You know what uh, else? Yeah. What, what else you working on? I mean, overall, just like I for me, it's just try. I guess I'm focusing on my happiness, trying to make myself <clears throat> be a happier person because it, a lot of people they give off what you what you give them. You know, if you're a yep. happy person, a lot of they will turn that and they're they're happy and it's a good time. And uh, I try to, especially like, cause it, it seeing how, like I said, going to, to that festival, like it sounds stupid, but dude, it literally it, being so like, obviously, cause we're messed up, but being so loved and open, like it literally, you want to be, you want to feel that way all the time. You know, you want to feel yeah. good. You want to be loved. Like, and it's not even like a physical love with somebody just like having that welcoming kind of feeling everywhere is like that that's what you want yeah oh like like i said mostly yeah just i mean overall there's not much to really be doing like right now in life pretty much everyone i feel like it's on the same you have to work right now everyone's working there's not much really else to do other than work we have to get back to where we were you know we're at such a lower point than what we were at in the last like you know 2019 like i feel like was going so well and then once 2020 hit it just not not so well yeah it blew a lot of people's worlds apart that's for sure you know that because i just feel like work is all is all really is right now even for everybody yeah yeah covid came with a a special um i'm not sure how to exactly take uh, like it was a very bittersweet for me right because i i just my, my daughter was born in the middle of the pandemic right and then the only thing there was for me to do was to it, obviously one be home and be with my daughter, but uh, to work, right? So then yeah. I just fucking ended up just working a shitload. But then it also made that time period just fucking fly by, you know. And then, uh, uh you know, and then in those moments you forget to take inventory and, uh, you know, think about what it is, reflect on what it is that you know really makes you happy and things that you're passionate about. And you just lose, you know, you basically get lost in the sauce, right? And yeah, so, pretty much. 
Yeah. Yeah, but you you are gearing up for a business venture, right? Here in a couple of years, right? That's kind of what you're holding out for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I you really can't even directly nah, what the business thing is, but I mean, I will. I, I really don't. I mean, to me, it's a it's a future business idea. It's not uh, anything that I'm doing right now, so the head can't really be held against me. So, yeah. um. But uh, I, I plan on uh, starting something within the cannabis industry when I turn 21. Obviously, for my uh, that's part of my dream. I really can't even start my life till I turn 21. Anyway, anyways, now so like, there's no really point of uh, uh, like expecting or being an adult when you're 18. Just kind of go with the flow. That's how I'm living it. But uh, overall, yeah, though I want to get into the cannabis industry when I turn 21 because legally you have to. But, right. Overall, um, what I'm doing within that is the kind of the question, you know, obviously it all kind of starts with, you know, growing your own plants, but what, like, do you want to, I want to have my own dispensary? Do I want to like, do I want to try to open my own dispensary and get other uh, goods imported? Do I want to try to start my own type of business where I make my own goods? That's the whole question. Um, obviously that's, uh, all comes with time, but uh, I am running out of time. So I do need to start working on it. Every year gets a little closer. Yeah. But uh yeah that's kind of my dream like that's kind of just what i've been shooting for uh obviously that yeah obviously with that you know comes that that's a lot of work it's especially with the government and everything but i'm I'm prepared to go through it all uh, i i'm happy to so i can live a uh i feel like live a life that won't be so unhappy you know that's what i want right. to do with my life so as long as you're doing what you want you, you're not that unhappy right so, but you just said that, uh, you know, right now you're just kind of going with the flow and just kind of waiting. But from everything that you're telling me, you're actually, in my opinion, going about things in the right way. Because you said that, uh, you know, you talk about going in the cannabis industry and stuff like that. You, you, you have to be 21, right? So you could just be literally just sitting on the couch, just doing nothing, getting bitched at by mom and dad about getting a job and blah, blah, blah. And just, you know, just fucking literally backpacking it through life, right? But you're not doing that. You're you're putting in 40 plus hours of, uh, you know, I, I, your job. You, you know, you were working fresh out of before you even got out of high school. You know, so you're already taking steps towards that. And then here you are telling us about how you're you're working on your mental stability. You're working on your physical appearance and feeling comfortable with yourself. So I think that you are you are doing everything that you should be doing to prepare yourself for that chapter of life, because once once that time comes. It's going to be balls to the wall, grind, 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 and you're not going to have time in uh, what would probably be a few years of hard fucking work to sit back and be like, okay, what, what, do, I, what do I need to do to make myself feel more confident or wh- where am I struggling mentally? You're, you're getting that, that checklist in order beforehand, so this way when, when the, that door comes and you get to walk through, you get to run through that bitch, and I think that that's the right way to do it. Oh, yeah, I mean, I never, you yeah, know, I mean, I never really looked at it like that. To me, I've always, I've tried to always go, uh, kind of look at it as go with the flow because I feel like people who prepare too much on stuff happening, uh, when it doesn't happen, it messes up too much. Like, and yeah. uh, obviously, I prepare for stuff to happen and I watch specific things to happen, but I try to look as it, look at it with going with the flow. You know, it's all about the mental, I mean, like, or mental viewpoint or stupid, or not stability, the, the, the picture you're painting for yourself. Yeah. It's all about the way you look at it more about and how you go about doing that item or doing that thing. So, yeah, I never really thought of it like that. 
Well, yeah, subconsciously or actively, bro. I mean, like I said, you're doing you're doing it the right way, you know. So, uh, dude, I gotta say that uh, you you today on this episode, man, you you've impressed me. Um, I don't think I've ever really sat down and picked your brain on specific topics like this before, and um, dude, I I gotta say I'm quite I'm quite impressed. Um, you're definitely a lot more intuitive than I that I would would have thought, man. That that's coming from your brother who knows you, you know, just as good as the next <laughs> person. So. Yeah, uh, I mean, overall, I really, I really, I have, uh, I feel like I have a lot more time to myself, obviously working out than most people, because uh, a lot of people, a lot of their jobs require working with other people, but with the spot that I'm in, I can either talk to, like, because I work in a good spot, I I watch a line pretty much of mints all day, Um, I can either talk to someone, or I can have my own thoughts, so it gives me a lot of time to really think about how things are going or what's going on and how, how, how to look at certain things. And honestly, like having time to think um, like that, especially when you're like at work or something, because you can't physically, like me, I can't go on my phone. I right. don't have shit to distract me or put certain images in my mind. So all you can do is think with your own thoughts. Right. And those moments, uh, especially, I don't know, because I don't know if it's just me, but I like having those moments where you're just able to think or think about what could have, what, what you could have, should have done, or whatever stuff. Right. What, like what you could have done. Like I, as much as uh, people say, like don't think about the past. Uh, I like thinking of how I, how I could change myself in those moments, uh, right. be something better. Because uh, like especially uh, when people this job complain about how boring it is, is uh, there really isn't that hard of that that many hard jobs in our factory. It's a lot of sitting around. So really. Uh, appreciate the time to think to themselves about it like that and i really don't have that much to think about honestly like i'm in like i said there's not too much going on in my life personally really be like worrying you know but uh certain things that you could should and would do like that's what i like to think about especially with the time that i have at work yeah and especially because uh you work for four tent or yeah four tens so yeah. having that that three days off a week, I'm sure, also helps a bit too. Well, and it's not even not even that. Like a lot of some, uh, it's like every two weeks I work uh, that fifth day, that Friday. Right. So right. and even like and the jobs that uh, that I'm able to work on Fridays, because only so many places or departments work, it still just requires me to pretty much be by myself. Right. So like it's all just time to think to yourself, and a lot of people take that for granted because you know quiet, uh, loud is like good because. You know, you don't have to think to yourself, but quiet to right. me is just as important as the loudness. Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I got a, I got a selfish question to ask you. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, how does it feel to be an uncle? I, I, I'll be honest with you. I like there isn't um for me much feeling to it. Like it's good. Like I'm very happy for you that you have a daughter and it makes you happy. And it's like when she comes over, uh, I'm like. You know, I'm happy to see. I love, I love my niece so hard. Like I would jump in front of a train for her. Like, but there wasn't much change in feeling being an uncle, honestly. Like overall, you know, like I don't know how to explain it. Like I, uh, I don't know. It's weird. Like I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I don't know how to go about that. I don't know how to go about that topic. Like, cause like I said there wasn't much change in feeling. It was more of being happy for you. Because you have this change in your life that's making you so happy because of the spot you were in. Right. Yeah. 
Um, I'm sure uh, seeing seeing the changes that that go on with having a kid's got to be kind of eye opening for you, huh? Did for me, make... it just kind of furthers the point of which how longer I how much how much longer I don't want to go with children. Like, <laughs> uh, honestly, like as much as uh as much as I love like Dakota, seeing the way she acts and stuff, I like I get. I don't know. I get annoyed, like with children. Like as much as I love children, like uh, like Dante or uh, or Lila, you know, like their family. But like, I get annoyed very easily with them. And I don't know yeah. if I want to put myself through that all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're only 19, so I mean, that's that's yeah. reasonable. But also, yeah. I know that I have very bad anger issues, and uh, it stems from a lot of things. But uh, like. I don't want to have to push, especially if I'm getting annoyed and like I don't already have a kid. Like I don't want to have to live that, move through that. Like I mean, eventually the, my 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 state will probably change. You know that I want to get a girlfriend, but right now, like it looks like I really don't want them. I don't want a child. Right. But, yeah. Well, like I said, dude. I mean, you're only 19. You know. Um, yeah. Having a child's a fucking lot, dude. It's it's a lot. You know. But, uh, you know, you're bringing up the, you know, the fact that, like, you have uh, anger issues and shit. And, you know, from what you're saying, I'm guessing toward, like, guessing that, like, you, you know, you don't you don't want to, like, push that onto your child, right? You don't want to have these, yeah. like, weird freakouts and lashing outs of, for dumb exactly. shit, you know? I, and, I didn't uh, want to say it like that, but that's pretty much what I'm talking about, you know? Like, where you just, where you get so angry, you don't realize, and you yell or you scream, you know? Like, right. and I don't want to have to put someone through that. Yeah, yeah, and so that's uh that's that's why I got into therapy. It was exactly that. It was like, you know, I know that I do these things, and a lot of these things that I do, sometimes I don't have control of them, and so it's like, well, how how can I stop that from happening? And the only way to stop that from happening is to know why it's happening to begin with, right? And then once once you know why it's happening, then you can put you know barricades and you know uh, safety measures in and uh, to learn how to cope and prevent that from actually happening yeah yeah so so that so that's what made me want to get into, uh, get into therapy and shit was just because uh you know i just want to make myself better for my daughter oh yeah that's i mean it's good to it's good that you're looking at it like that though you know you're you're preparing you're setting yourself up to be better so your daughter can see someone who's better you know exactly. like you're not should uh, there's been obviously especially uh and people around us's life, you know, their parents have not been that good to them. Um, so having a parent like that, like being the role model you are for your daughter, is like it, it's it's awesome to see you're going about it that way. Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, um, Evan, life advice. What what life advice do you got for David for someone who is only nineteen and has a lot of life to live still? Yeah, so I. I'm not going to say a whole lot. You know, I'm not that much older. Uh, still have a, a lot more to go through as well. But it sounds like you're on the right path, man. Like, uh, You're talking about your dream job and uh, the business. It just, I would say don't lose track of that. And um, You know, if it's something you really want to do, keep it close to your heart. And don't yeah. lose kind of sight of that. I would yeah, I would just say keep doing you and uh you should be good, man. Oh, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about uh like things that they liked as a little kid, right? And they they were talking about how 
you know there was like say like specific types of music or like whatever it was specific video game styles or uh things that just made them happy when they were little kids and then as they got older they grew out of it because it wasn't cool no more or, you know it wasn't trendy or blah 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 it's not getting them points with girls you know whatever the reasoning is that they, they fell out of it and they uh they said that they recently started revisiting these things that made them happy as a kid, like drawing or coloring or painting or, you know, whatever, whatever it was for them. Right. Or like I said, specific types of music. And um, they were talking about how, like when something has like such a big impact on you as a little kid, uh, you can choose to ignore it. But that, that part of you is always going to be there. And then once you start embracing that part of you again, you're going to feel uh, like it makes you feel like a kid again. You know, so I think that that would that'd be um, a, a bit of advice that I would give you, David, is, uh, you know, uh, if, if there's things that are dear to you, uh, you that you find solace in, don't fucking write it off because it isn't cool or it isn't trendy. You know, do do whatever the fuck makes you happy, man. Uh, at the end of the day, the only person who's going to be sleeping by your side or has to sleep with you is you. Even if you have somebody sleeping by your side, literally. It's still you when you close your eyes. It's still you when you, you you're you're the one that has to look yourself in the mirror. And uh, so just always do what the whatever fuck makes you happy, man. Obviously, as long as it's you know reasonable, you know. Yeah. Beating people up is not a good way to be happy, right? So yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> you know. Uh, you're uh, not, get paid, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, exactly. True. True. Speaking of, actually, that should be the. Tyson Fury versus Wilder fight. I wonder how it's going. Oh, let's give our predictions because it hasn't happened. Wait, it hasn't happened. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, For me, I got Fury in round five for sure. Um, That's what you're thinking, KO. Wilder, Wilder, uh, I'm going to give like why I think that real quick. But uh, Wilder, I think, has stepped up his game since the last one for sure. But Fury is a maniac, for sh- uh, and he isn't going to let this go, personally. And I think he will do everything in his power, uh, physically and mentally, to make sure that Wilder just doesn't get this win over him. Yeah, I think so. Um, did ha- Have you watched like, any of the press conferences or any of the, the, oh, the lead-up to this? Fury is, I mean, he's obviously uh, the favorite, for sure. Because, uh, but overall, I feel like uh, Wilder hasn't really done much. Yeah, well, um, you remember the things I was telling you about about Wilder and my opinions on him? Uh, honestly, not really. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Well, then never mind then. All right. Uh, so you uh, say you're saying you're saying KO fifth round for Fury? Yes. Yeah, I think it's a. It, it's either fifth. It's obviously going to be KO KO at some point during it, but I think for the fifth round for sure, it's going to take a minute. That he's at the chop him down, but he's going to wear him down very fast. Yeah. Uh, if I had to pick something specific, I would say uh, Fury seventh round TKO. I don't. I don't think Fury's going to be able to put him down on the mat permanently to to win, but I think he'll drop him like two or three times and then eventually he'll get him up on the ropes and then the ref will call it okay and then what do you think uh so i haven't really looked into <laughs> any of that honesty, so i uh i don't know you tell me and i'll uh, i'll agree with you okay. <laughs> all right i got you uh i know i'll go with something different evan evan thinks wilder's gonna uh win in round nine Ooh, damn right he is okay Hell yeah, because uh, Evan Evan just doesn't hop on the bandwagons, man. He's his own man. You know, he thinks uh, Wilder's going to take it from him. Back well, dude, like, 
like I was telling you, I think that in the boxing community of like the the favorite is definitely Fury, but I think uh, as a regular populace, I think Wilder is a uh, is the um, the fan favorite because uh, like I said, uh, I've seen quite a few different polls. I follow like you know ESPN and boxing uh, match boxing, like all this shit on uh, Twitter and stuff, and I always participate in their polls. And I, uh, you know, I voted for uh, Fury, and it was like forty-three percent uh, Fury and the fifty-seven percent Wilder on, on like almost oh, wow. every single on almost every single poll. Like it'd be like sixty-one yeah. percent Wilder, fifty-seven percent Wilder, fifty-five percent Wilder. Yeah. That's, see, to me, that's crazy after the first two fights because in the second one it was just domination, but in the first one it was more of an even fight. But yet, seeing Fury come up from that type of fucking KO, man. That just kind of yeah. shows you the kind of man he is, what he has inside of him. Like, yeah. not any normal person would have just laid on the ground and just taken the loss. Like, yeah, yeah, at like, that point, right? He's got, there's, there's no point in gets round eleven, dude, and like halfway through the round, he get fucking laid out. Like at that point, like, uh, not many people have the strength to get up. And yeah, he boom I, just I opens agree. his eyes after being knocked out cold and getting up. And to me, right, dude. like, uh, yeah. to me. Having that inside you, like, just, uh, like, to me, uh, I'm sorry, but you're a maniac. Like, there's no way a normal person at all can get up from that without, like, literally having this type of, like, of, I, I don't know how to explain it. Having this hole in your own head to be the world, to be the best. But for me, like, the way they see themselves as the best isn't something that's idolized. Like, it's... I can smoke anyone, any person who walks up to me right now. Yeah. And for yeah. me, that's that's crazy. There's no like that. that well, you know, it isn't. When you're six foot eleven, two hundred seventy. Is that what he is? He's six, yeah, six, he's six, six Yeah. Nine. Yeah. Well, even still, like, there. Who are you gonna fear at that point? Everybody yeah. is smaller than you. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. same thing with and Deontay he's like, Wilder. He's six six. You know. And one oh. one of the main things is he isn't like a peak human being, dude. He's fatter. Right. Like, hey, uh, imagine if he lived a hundred percent athlete lifestyle. Guy like him. Like, yeah. Like, dude, dude would be a modern day literally giant. Like it would be. Yeah. It would be insane seeing somebody like that. Like, uh, we saw Shaq at uh, Lost Lands, man. And yeah, like yeah. It, it was uh it was funny because all like all the DJs and stuff like you can barely see their heads over the over the DJ stand and Shaq you can see his like entire upper torso and it just shows you the difference in like yeah. how big they really are at that and like him being 6'9", 277 pounds dude and he's not that fit imagine if he was yeah it's crazy hey, dude did you watch the 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 Fury documentary. I did not. I did not. Okay, there's a documentary. It just it just came out like uh, on Tuesday or Wednesday. Is it like and an all access episode type thing? Yeah, it isn't all access. It's just specifically because you know, like all access covers both fighters. This is yeah, specifically yeah. just just about the Furies, and okay. uh, it's mostly interviewing the dad. But then it has the 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 two sons, Tommy and uh, Tyson. Okay. And oh, uh, it's just, Tommy's about to get knocked out too. But yeah, yeah, he's gonna get fucked up. Uh, but, uh, dude, it fucking, it made me cry. Uh, his, the, his dad was a professional boxer and when, uh, Tyson Fury was born, he was born three months premature. So they didn't think that he was going to live, you know? Oh, wow. And, uh, he said that his dad was saying that when he was born, he was born when he came out of the womb with his fist in the air. Right. 
And he said that uh, uh, the, the moment that he's seen that, he turned to the, the rest of the people in the room and said he's going to be the next heavyweight uh, champion of the world. See, and- now, um, uh, as much as uh, that's heartfelt and nice, to see, you know, to me, that isn't true. Um, I watched very, I've watched a lot of doc, uh, documentaries, and uh, if, that were, if that were true, uh, a lot of the stuff that happened at, during Fury's childhood wouldn't have happened. Uh, his dad... Uh, I don't know. Obviously, if this is part of the documentary, he's either it's either a lie or what I watched was a lie. But um, said that at a very young age, Tyson was very into boxing. But uh, apparently, his dad didn't like that. Uh, he felt that he was fat. He wasn't the guy for it. Like he just wasn't that kid. Really? And yeah. uh, several times, his dad told him the or the it was. But he told him off. Hey, you're not a good boxer. Like this isn't for you. But Tyson kept on pushing. And that's right. what intrigued his dad back into it. But now that he's a uh, heavyweight and he's so crazy, and especially if uh, he works his way back, obviously it worked. Now, now Tyson thinks it's true too. Um, yeah. I, I, well, uh, his dad, his dad said that he said he said that. Uh, um, you know, later on in the story, he he says that he's like, I didn't think that Tyson was going to be the one of my sons to be the 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 heavyweight after seeing his physical condition. But he said. Out of all the all the sons or whatever, Tyson was the only one to show up every day to the boxing to the to the to the gym, yeah. and then over time he eventually just swooned his father over. Yeah, so. well, because I mean, just the physical skill of his guy, his weight, I mean, it's unseen. Like it's not, it's not natural. I right. mean, as it's much as you know, it may not be fast, but the way he's able to move smooth while being able to throw a punch that or dodge a punch and be like just seeing that kind of stuff isn't normal for a guy that size you have to usually give yeah. something to take something you know you yeah. want to be able to sidestep but you're usually going to get hit you're usually slower right. you know like right. it's it's uh, i don't know it's it's a weird trade-off for the kind of guy he is yeah well dude listen to joe rogan break down tyson fury as a fighter uh he does such a good job of basically saying exactly what you were just saying yeah yeah he, he did a really good job but i think that uh this is gonna this this is gonna be it for the episode Okay. Okay. All right. Evan, you and, got any uh, last words? Uh, no. I would say um, thank you uh, for coming on the show. Uh, thank you think, for having uh, me. Yeah, I didn't get to talk much, but that's all good because I did enjoy the conversation, and I've been having some mic <laughs> issues. So, uh, yeah. David, thank you very much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you giving uh giving us your time. You got any uh last words or anything you want to promote or say? No, I mean honestly, like uh uh give EDM a chance. I mean, uh, uh you know, there's not a lot of cuz uh that's what I want to say cuz a lot of people have a very strong thing against dubstep for no reason. Um and that that's kind of just the category category it is. It's dubstep, but um it really it re- it's really awesome like the I don't know how to put it but uh like the heaviness and the way uh the way way it makes you feel pretty crazy i'd say uh give it a chance everybody because uh i know not everybody likes it but other than that i mean i really want to say thank you for having me i really enjoyed this conversation of course. I, i'd really appreciate it if you'd ever have me back but uh yeah no this was awesome i really i really like this it definitely didn't feel definitely didn't feel like an hour yeah yeah nice i'm glad i was able to keep you entertained oh, yeah. all right guys i think that'll be it Drive safe, work safe, be safe. We love you guys. Yes, sir. Peace. 
Oh, follow us on Twitter, please. And thank you. And, uh, you know, share it to your mama, your your dad, uh, your cousins, your auntie, uncle, everybody. Let everybody know. We appreciate you guys. We love you. Peace.